Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. If and when the vaccine comes, it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. You got to make all of it available to other experts across the nation so they can look and see. So there's consensus, this is a safe vaccine. If the president announced tomorrow we have a vaccine, would you take it? Only if it was completely transparent that other experts in the country could look at it. Only if we knew all of what went into it. If Donald Trump can't give answers and the administration can't give answers to these three questions, the American people should not have confidence. But if Donald Trump tells us I should that we should take it, I'm not taking it. Get I'm not taking it. Get I'm not taking it. A few moments later. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Especially with the Delta variant, which is the hardiest and uh, most contagious variant we've seen to date. We need all the protection that we can get. That's why the vaccines are so effective. We've got to get them vaccinated. And hopefully they will do it willingly. I think we really may need to make it clear that there are privileges associated with being an American. We have to be more blunt. We have to be more forceful. If you do not want to get vaccinated, you can work from home. You can homeschool your children. You can shop online. So where is this coming from? People saying, I'm now being forced to be vaccinated. Bruh. If you want to travel, you better go get that vaccine. You should be wearing masks even when you are vaccinated if you are indoors. If you wish to have these privileges, you need to get vaccinated. We have to say something coming out. You know, you don't get vaccinated, you know you're going to die. I mean, let's just, let's just be really blunt to these people. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. All right. Well, hello there, fam. And now we're here on episode three of this little show we call Connect Those Dots. And uh, I am your humble host, Joe. And I uh, started the show off as I do every different episode. I started off with a little compilation. So you can, you know, just see for yourself of what these people are saying and how they flip-flop so quickly. They say one thing and then a few moments later say the complete opposite. That's how they sort of reel you in. They first bait you with, oh, you know, we're, we're never going to force anything on you. We're never going to make you do something. And then soon after, it's... You better do it and keep doing it. So those are the puppet politicians. Those are the policymakers. Last episode, we spent a lot of time on puppet politicians, exposing them, exposing how tyrannical, authoritarian, evil, demanding, iron-fisted that they are with the policies that they make and the uh, rules and dictates that they enforce upon the citizens. Specifically the ones in Australia, but, you know, they're, they're all over the place. I was just using Australia as a very uh, prime and shining example of how these puppet politicians can get so out of hand and so completely mad with power. But they might be the people behind the podium and they might be the policymakers and they might be wearing the suits and wearing the pantsuits and having the official titles like 
senator, premier, prime minister, president, yada yada, head of the CDC, yada yada yada. But the average everyday person just going about their life and that doesn't watch news all the time and that doesn't like keep up with politics or just flat out doesn't care, they don't listen to these people. They don't listen to the politicians. They don't care what they have to say. Okay? But if they don't listen to these people, if they don't watch the news, if they don't follow the sort of mind control news narratives, then why are they mind controlled? Why do they echo everything that the puppet politicians say if they don't even listen to them? Because it's not the puppet politicians that you have to worry about so much. It's the puppet Hollywood entertainment stars because they push this message and their voice and their clout, their gravitas holds much more weight to the average everyday sort of normal person just going about their life that doesn't care about politics. These celebrities, these music artists, these actors, these so-called comedians, they are camouflaged propagandists. And today on this episode, I'm going to be exposing them. I'm going to be ripping off the camouflage. I'm going to be throwing the paint on the invisible man so you can see it for yourself. And not just see it, but you will hear it. What's something that everybody likes? You know what I mean? Like Everybody likes food generally, right? There's nobody that says, oh, I hate all food. Everybody likes some kind of food. And there's nobody that says, oh, I hate music. There's a music genre out there for every taste, for every demographic. So when these control freaks, these, these uh, whatever you want to call them, the, the Great Reset people, the New World Order people, the Klaus Schwab, James Bond uh, villain types, when they want to push a message, when they want to implant an ideal into the heads of the masses, what better way than through music. And they've been using music all the time to spread propaganda. It's been a very uh, useful tool. Even music artists, they, they sort of have to um, follow the rules and not really go out of school or else the record labels will drop them. So musical artists like anybody are just, just really looking for that payday. And they know the payday will go away if they don't sort of follow directions and make sure that they don't go against the grain of the establishment narrative. Because if they go against the grain, then all the money's going to go away. But if they follow the establishment narrative, if they nod their head like a good obedient dog, they will be rewarded by the establishment. So these music entertainment industry artists, as they're called, uh, you know, they know where their bread is buttered. And they want that bread lathered with that butter as in money. So they don't care what messages they're sending. They don't care if they're going to push debauchery and sexuality and Satanism or whatever the hell else they want to advertise to people. Like the little Nas X Satan video and all the satanic imagery and like the Cardi B music videos and all those hip hop videos where it's like snakes and apples and gardens and, you know, we can get into all that maybe on a later show, but I want to talk about the most blatant propaganda push that they've been doing in the COVID era. They use these music stars, they use these pop stars, they use these even rock bands like the Foo Fighters, like 
Pearl Jam. Those two bands like made their bones off being like anti-establishment or being uh, rocking in the free world. Even Neil Young too. Now Neil Young doesn't want to have his music on Spotify. So you see the push with these musical artists that there's an agenda here. They don't care about your free speech. They just want you to comply. And they're given incentives to make people comply. And they can use their art, use their music, use their influence, use their name, use their clout to get the masses to comply to the Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum Great Reset Agenda. Do you see here? Are you starting to connect those dots? Well, let's connect more, shall we? They really make a push with... uh, the more urban artists, they really have something about wanting to get needles in the arms of urban living people, okay? Let's just keep it like that. And it's really pathetic attempts. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's funny how the, the, the black population in America is the least <laughs> vaccinated population, because they know they've been here before. They they've been through the experimentation. They know what Bill Gates has done in the African countries. They know about the Tuskegee experiment here in America. If you don't know about the Tuskegee experiment, I suggest you look into it. They know about Fauci and the AIDS crisis. Okay, so black people, this ain't their first rodeo with eugenics. Let's just call it what it is. It's complete eugenics and medical experimentation. But black people, they really want to push it on you, okay? And their attempts of doing it are completely <laughs> laughable. I'm going to play you some examples right here of some quote-unquote hip-hop artists trying to get that needle in your arm, trying to convince you to do a medical experiment, okay? Here we go. This is Run DMC. This is put out by Columbia University. And it got such a bad reaction that they pulled all the comments off the YouTube video for this. And man, I, it, it is just cringy. It's just cringy. I'll let you be the judge. I got the vaccine. You got the vaccine. They got the vaccine. We got the vaccine. We can get back to normal. Let me inform you. Let's all get the vaccine. It's about community immunity. I'm talking unity for you and me. If Doc says it's good, trust me, it's good. Now let's all get the vaccine. So there it is. You heard it. You heard it. I'm sorry I had to subject you to it, but you got a lot more coming. So uh, brace yourself. I got the vaccine. You got the vaccine. She got the vaccine. We got the vaccine. I mean, it's just it's just completely laughable. And if you watch the video, it's all like these cartoons, like wearing masks. And I love how like the lyric in that song is like, uh, We can get back to normal. Let me inform you. Let's all get the vaccine. What's normal about constantly taking injections to quote unquote go back to normal? There's nothing normal about that. There's nothing normal about taking injections every few months. There's nothing normal about showing a digital passport to enter a sandwich shop. There's nothing normal about wearing masks constantly and everybody being anonymous and not showing their face and not showing their identity. There's nothing normal about this. So th- this whole thing about let's get back to normal, it's it's the biggest lie that they tell you and try to convince you to get their injection and conform to all their weird dictates. It's just creepy. And this is what they talk about in their game plans. If you look into a document called SPARS 2025, it outlines a hypothetical quote-unquote pandemic, 
okay, a hypothetical pandemic and what they would do to convince people to get vaccines in this quote unquote hypothetical pandemic. And in it, they talk about from the hashtags that they would use to the hip hop stars that they would try to use to convince urban communities to get vaccinated. It's all in there. It's all in this. What we've seen in the COVID era has been following these documents, these war games to the T. If you look up Agenda 21, they hold a whole conference and they speak about it openly about a quote-unquote hypothetical pandemic and what they would do if a, if a pandemic would occur. And now, oh, wow, all of a sudden we got a pandemic and they're doing everything to the T. It's like when you go to a Broadway play and they give you the, the, the program for the play and it has everything, it has all the dialogue, it has the beginning, middle, and end. We're seeing the beginning, middle, and end already. We, we have, the documents are already out there. And they're enacting this theater right before our eyes. So that was uh, that was DMC, not Run DMC, my bad. Uh, that, that was DMC without Rev Run. I don't want to disparage Rev Run. I don't know what his views on all this stuff is. He's been very quiet. But obviously, DMC himself uh, got that paycheck from Big Pharma and the World Economic Forum stooges to shill the vaccine. Let's uh, continue with more cringy injection music okay shall we here is juvenile telling you to vax that ass up but before you find a day chain you gotta wait chain gotta go vaccinate chain get it straight chain girl you look good want you vax that thing i'm just a handsome young brother want you vax that thing up they don't real like you need to vax that thing up feeling freaky all night you need to vax that thing up girl you look good want you vax that thing i'm just a handsome young brother want you vax that thing up they don't real like you need to vax that thing up feeling freaky all night you need to vax that thing up i mean need i say more Need I say more? They took one of the most legendary songs of late 90s, early 2000s hip-hop and completely bastardized it. And that's what they do to everything. They completely bastardize everything. They take something that you loved or once loved and just completely mangle it. And, you know, Juvenile, he's been out of the hip-hop scene for a while. He hasn't really been uh, making any music lately, so... Maybe they came to him and they were like, hey, Juvenile, you want to remix your legendary song, the best song probably that you ever made, the most uh, recognizable song that you ever made, and, you know, make a quick payday? And he was like, all right, the hell do I care? Yeah, I'll tell people to get vaccinated. It'll probably help him. He does, Juvenile doesn't know what's going on here. He's just, taking the, he's just taking the paper. He's just taking the paycheck. So you almost can't disparage these people because they don't know what's going on here. They don't know, the, they don't know about Klaus Schwab. They don't know about the Great Reset. They don't know about the World Economic Forum, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, okay? They don't know about Henry Kissinger and eugenics programs. They're just, they're just given an offer, and they're like, hey, you want to make some cash real quick? You want to tell people to get vaccinated? It'll keep them safe. And they're like, okay, I'll do it. So I don't disparage a guy like Juvenile. Maybe I do. Maybe to a certain extent I do, because you, you should have the self-respect to do a little bit more homework on something instead of just taking stuff at face value. So at a certain extent, like I I can't, but from another point of view, it's basically just blissful ignorance, but that's how they keep everybody stupid. That's how they keep everybody conforming to their culture, conforming to the narratives. And they use music 
as cringy as it might be, they still make these attempts. Now, maybe uh, run DMC and uh, Juvenile, that's a little before your time. Maybe you're maybe you're a youngster and you don't know what's going on here. And you you like uh, Cardi B. You like uh, Megan The Stallion. Well, Megan The Stallion, she's not even telling you to get vaccinated. She already assumes that you've taken the first injections. Now she wants you to get that booster. What's up, y'all? It's Megan The Stallion, Ariana Grande, and Jimmy Fallon. Y'all know what time it is. It's time to get those boosters. <laughs> it was a mess Christmas. We stood in the house. We covered our nose and covered our mouths. But it's Christmas time. We'll be in line for a booster. <laughs> what a group. <laughs> They're covering all the bases in that one. Megan the Stallion, uh, sort of young, up-and-coming a female rapper that really appeals to, you know, obviously the urban audience's young demographic, of course. Ariana Grande, who I'll get to her in a minute. She's she's a she's a flagrant offender of the shilling of this injection. And <laughs> Jimmy Fallon just all of a sudden just thrown in there <laughs> for the white people too. <laughs> the white people, you got to get that you got to get that injection too. <laughs> so you got Megan Thee Stallion, Ariana Grande, and Jimmy Fallon telling you to get a booster on Christmas. Oh, your greatest Christmas gift is going to be uh, your third injection Repl- on Christmas too, which is which is a holy day. It's about Jesus, but they're gonna they're gonna replace the Savior Jesus with the savior of the needle. That's what they're going to do for you. Do you see sort of the subtext between there? You don't need Christmas. All you need for Christmas is a booster, okay? You don't need anything. You don't need your family. You stayed in your house. You covered your face. You covered your mouth. All you need is a booster. It's pathetic, dude. It's cringy. It's, it's, it, it, it just it, it puts this horrible taste in your mouth and makes you want to puke. But this is what they do. This is how they try to steer the culture in a certain way. And it just shows really how out of touch these people are. It really just shows that they have no idea what the real critical thinking, headstrong human being actually feels and actually thinks. Because people who worship celebrities and people who follow celebrity life and people who take medical information from a character like Megan the Stallion or Juvenile or Jimmy Fallon, they're already lost. There's no saving them, really. Because that's why, that's why they tell you to get the booster. They don't even tell you to get the injection anymore. They're like, oh, we've already assumed that you fell for our propaganda initially and already took your initial injections. Now it's time to get your booster, dummy. So these people don't care about you. They they actually hate you. Really, most of them, like, just just flat out hate their fans and hate the average normal working class individual. So they're out here just for the payday and they'll do whatever the hell they have to do to get that bread buttered. But Ariana Grande seems to be uh, sort of like <laughs> a, a traveling vaccine salesperson. <laughs> she goes on Jimmy Fallon, t- tells you about the vaccine. She in in this clip I'm going to play for you. She goes on the James Corden show and they do like this, oh my god, this horrendously I know I'm saying cringe a lot, but my god, it is it is just absolutely cringe. They do this sort of show tunes Broadway play kind of um skit 
where they're singing about how great Fauci is and how great the vaccines are. And once you've got the vaccine, you can finally hug your grandma. Like, don't take my word for it. Here we go. I'm going to play it for you. Brace yourself. Buckle in your seatbelt. This is ultra super cringe warning. your family feeling so really no lockdowns with free there's just there's just so much to unpack in that clip in that little <laughs> there's just so much to unpack there first he's just he's just completely kissing the feet of Anthony Fauci, like like James Corden, do, do you even know who Anthony Fauci is? Have you ever heard of Anthony Fauci before all this COVID nonsense was going on? I know I haven't. I never heard of the guy. So I looked into Anthony Fauci, okay? Anthony Fauci was a complete villain in the 80s with what he was doing with AZT and AIDS, and AIDS patients. They would pick it outside of Anthony Fauci's offices and Anthony Fauci's homes, telling him that he was killing the AIDS patients with AZT and to stop prescribing AZT. He was an absolute pariah villain. You should watch Dallas Buyers Club. It's all about the AIDS crisis. And Anthony Fauci is like the, the he's like the main villain in that movie. And now all of a sudden he's our doctor, our savior, our lord, Lord Fauci. It's a joke. It's a joke. James Corden's up there saying our favorite MD Anthony Fauci. It's it's soy boy cringe garbage and they're pushing it on you and they think that's what you like and ariana grande singing about you you can finally hug your family once you've got the i'm gonna hug my family whatever i want okay i don't need to take your stupid little stabby i don't need to put your needle in my arm to hug and embrace my loved ones ariana grande okay thanks for your advice but god bless her man she's 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 getting that big farm of money and these late night shows, these late night shows, it's it, it's almost like I'm watching an infomercial for injections, for big pharma experimental injections. I mean, I played you the Pfizer CEO. He told you that this is an experimental mRNA injection with self-replicating li- uh, lipid nanoparticles. That's literally what he said. That's the Pfizer CEO. If you don't believe me, go to my first episode. If you haven't listened to it, I talk about the Pfizer CEO and I play clips of him telling you what exactly this injection is and what it does to you. So maybe Ariana Grande should listen to the Pfizer CEO before she starts telling people to take injections, before she gives medical advice. Maybe James Corden and Jimmy Fallon And Jimmy Kimmel should do a little bit of research, should do a little bit of homework, should have a little bit of self-respect before they just take a paycheck and tell people to participate in a medical procedure that's unproven. But a guy like Jimmy Kimmel, he doesn't care. He's given a script to read off of. His writers write a little thing for him. He does his little monologue. And... He just pushes the establishment narrative, but he takes it a step farther, okay? You know, Jimmy Fallon, he does a, he does a silly little uh, song for you. James Corden, he does a silly little song for you and tells you how great Anthony Fauci is. Jimmy Kimmel takes it a step even farther, okay? And he says, if you don't have a vaccine, you shouldn't have medical care. 
okay? This is what this guy's telling you. If you don't have an experimental uh, medical procedure injected inside of you, mRNA gene therapy technology that's never been used before on the masses in a, in a vaccine, it's not even a vaccine, they just call it a vaccine, but it's really mRNA gene therapy tech. Listen to Bill Gates, listen to the Pfizer CEO, listen to Klaus Schwab, they tell you what it is, okay? That's not me just saying it. They tell you what it is. But Jimmy Kimmel is going to go up there and tell you that if you break your leg, if you need a a heart transplant, if you need to go to the hospital for any reason and you don't have this injected inside of you, you should be denied medical care. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel, you are just such an intellectual. Dr. Fauci said that if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. That choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who... Gobbled horse goo. Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're. That's. I mean, we. We still got a lot of pandemics out there. So the thing about that clip that like really gets me going and really disgusts me more than anything. It's not even so much Jimmy Kimmel. It's the crowd applause of what he's saying. He's out there just blatantly saying that people should be denied medical care. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Deny them medical care if they don't take that vaccine. If somebody doesn't conform to an establishment edict, an establishment mandate, an establishment dictate, they should be denied medical care is what he's saying. And the crowd applauds it. It's disgusting, man. It's disgusting. And... People always ask, they're like, I can't believe the Nazi regime even happened. How did everybody get so brainwashed? How did everybody get so brainwashed? You're seeing it right before your eyes. You're seeing people applaud death. You're seeing people applaud death. This is the mass mob mentality psychosis occurring right before your eyes. So when they would burn witches at the stake... When they would execute people in public and people would cheer it on. Don't be so shocked because these people who are so brainwashed, they're already applauding death. And soon they're going to do a lot more than that. They will be active participants in it. And Jimmy Kimmel said that stuff, uh, I want to say like like three months ago-ish. And now we're seeing articles about how people are being denied medical care. They're being denied organ transplants because they're not vaccinated. And they can't get the vaccine because they have heart issues. And if they get it, it'll aggravate their heart issues. So they're dead either way. Only if they'd get that heart transplant. But no, you can't come in here if you don't have a vaccine. It's, this is, this is evil. This is mass psychosis to deny medical care. But it's all part of the New World Order agenda. It's part of the Great Reset agenda. So I got a fact check here. I got a, I got a fact check for uh, Jimmy Kimmel and his audience that applaud death. Here's Dr. Peter McCullough telling you what his research has been finding about these so-called vaccines. Now, who are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to Jimmy Kimmel? Or are you going to listen to an actual accredited doctor? An actual accredited epidemiologist? An actual accredited virologist? Here's Dr. Peter McCullough from a roundtable last week of a bunch of other accredited doctors and medical officials uh, talking about their findings and their research through these injections. Take a listen. 
And we look in the yellow card system, in the UK, we say the same thing. And we look in the UDRA system, in the EU, we do the same thing. We have just fulfilled the Bradford Hill tenets of causality. Meaning, I am telling you, as an epidemiologist, the vaccines are causing these fatal and non-fatal events to a large degree. And many of those skilled around the table, I'm sure, would agree. Dr. Peter McCullough right there, just telling you cause and effect. Cause and effect. You get this injection, something down the line happens to you, might not be right after, it might not be the day after, it might not be the week after, it might not be the month after, it might not be the year after, but something occurs to people after they take these injections. And they want you to take more and more and more. So there you go. Who are you going to believe? A fake vaccine salesman masquerading as a comedian? Or are you going to believe an actual accredited doctor that did the research? But Jimmy Kimmel's not alone in this uh, radical idea about people shouldn't get health care if they're not injected. Here's Howard Stern, an entertainer that I actually really used to like. Anybody who knows me, they know I used to listen to Howard Stern. I knew all the inside jokes of the Howard Stern show. I was a big Howard Stern fan. But this guy has just completely uh, did a 180 and... I just look at this guy with total pity and disappointment now. It's really that cliche from The Dark Knight where you either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And Howard Stern has certainly just become a maniacal, maniacal, mad villain. Take a listen to this. Hear how heinous and inhuman this is. If it was up to me, anyone unvaccinated would not be admitted to a hospital. At this point, they've been given plenty of opportunity to get the vaccine. They don't trust our government. They think that there's some conspiracy to turn them into a magnet or something like this. Now, if you don't get it, in my America, uh, all hospitals would be closed to you. You're going to go home and die. Go home and die. Go home and die, he says. They think it's a conspiracy to turn you into a magnet. No, Howard Stern. It's called the Great Reset. It's called the Fourth Industrial Revolution. It's called Agenda 21. It's called SPARS 2025. It's called the New World Order. It's called the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for Population Control. So Howard Stern just shows his ignorance right there. Or maybe he knows all about it. Maybe he knows all about it. And he just wants you to die. Maybe they all just want you to die. Because they, they, do, they do hate you. They don't like you. You can hear it. You can hear the venom in their voice. You can hear the patronizing in the way that the, the musical artists do it. Like they pat you on the head and they treat you like a good little baby. Yeah, just get the vaccine. It's safe for you. It's safe. Get the vaccine. Get the vaccine. Hug your family. But then you hear the other side of it with the disdain and the distaste and the disgust that they have. So they say if you don't get this injection, you can't have life-saving medical care. So they want you to die. But then the injection studies are being done where people are being hurt by it. So either get the injection and die or don't get the injection and die. So I'm going to play you an actual accredited virologist and what his research has been about these vaccines, so-called vaccines as they call them. So who are you going to listen to? You're going to listen to Howard Stern and Jimmy Kimmel and Ariana Grande, or are you going to listen to an actual accredited virologist? Here's Dr. Geert Vandenbosch telling you his findings about these so-called injections. And uh, just a little fun fact about Dr. Vandenbosch, 
he used to work for Bill Gates, for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and doesn't anymore. So uh, I think he would know a little something about these uh, Bill Gates-pushed vaccines. Just a thought. Maybe he knows what he's talking about. But I digress. If you have a vaccine that cannot prevent the transmission, you cannot control this, 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 this pandemic. The virus will escape. You cannot win this. It's impossible. So in other words, with this mass vaccination, you're doing exactly the opposite. You are generating a breeding ground for even more infectious uh, variants to replicate. Scientifically, there is no rational what's whatsoever to, to vaccinate children. This cannot be justified. There is no added value whatsoever for children. There is only major concerns and, and, and major risks. So we know definitely that the risk-benefit ratio is going in a completely wrong direction. So how on earth can you, with that knowledge, can you even think of doing such a thing? It's, I've no other words, this is criminal. And, 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 you know, as a scientist, we don't use these words lightly. When you get vaccinated, there is no chance that you can contribute to herd immunity. And my advice is very, very clear. Under no single circumstance should you allow to get your child vaccinated. So there's Dr. Vandenbosch telling you under no circle, he's telling you a lot of things there, but the main takeaway from that is make sure the children don't get vaccinated. And then a few days ago, Lord and Savior Fauci put out a, uh, a statement saying that kids four years old and over need to get their booster. So not even just vaccinated anymore. It's, it's about your booster. It's just like the Australians were talking about in the last episode. It's not about your vaccine passport. It's about your booster passport, mate. And you're going to get that here in America, too. Just sit tight. It's coming. So all these music artists, all these fake late night shows that are actually propaganda campaigns masquerading as comedy shows from Jimmy Kimmel to... Howard Stern to The View. It's not, I'm, not, I'm going to spare you. I'm not even going to play the, the View clips. And I'm not even going to play them because it's, it's, just, it's just stupidity. It's just, it's just stupidity personified, and I think you're getting the message. But these daytime shows, these late-night shows, these radio shows, these music artists, they attack you from all angles with this propaganda. And they do it in the various uh, drama shows, the drama series that people watch on Netflix. That's another way that they're attacking you with this propaganda. I know a lot of people that watch this show on Netflix called You. I've never watched it, but from what I hear about it, it's kind of like a like a Dexter type show where it's like a serial killer guy and he's like a charming serial killer and he's got girlfriends or whatever. I never watched it, but I heard about this show. I heard about in the third season, they're doing a sort of vaccine push, demonizing anti-vaccine people. So the serial killer is good. The serial killers are okay. They can kill people and it's charming and it's good and it's fun. 
But if somebody on the show talks about not taking a vaccine, they're the actual villain and they deserve to die at the hands of the serial killer. Let me play you the clip. This is, uh, you, you, you don't have the visuals, so you're just going to hear the audio. But this is a clip from the show You, where a character goes into this woman's bakery or whatever, and he's talking about how he doesn't want to get his kids injected. And then as he turns around and leaves the bakery, she bludgeons him in the head with a rolling pin and murders the guy in cold blood because she was so triggered that he doesn't want to get injections. This is the show. This is the Netflix show. This is, this is the propaganda that they're pushing in Netflix. And in a later podcast that I do, we can go into the origins of Netflix and who actually create Netflix and how it is an enormous propaganda machine. So you think you're just sitting there watching a a suspense show. You think you're just sitting there watching a comedy show late night. You think you're just sitting there listening to a radio show. No, you're getting bludgeoned over the head, so to speak. Just like this character in this show, you. Here, let me play you the clip. Were they sick? Not anymore. Um, But they both had it. Can't tell you how sorry we are for exposing Henry. Both your daughters had measles? Margaret really regrets not saying anything when you called. I think she was just stunned to hear that Henry had to be hospitalized. Our girls were pretty minor. We hope you won't hold it against us. You see, we just don't believe in subjecting kids to toxic injections they don't need to fight things their bodies were created to fight. We don't judge people who do, of course. Anyway, I... Jeez, I didn't come here to get on a soapbox. Again, we, um... We apologize. The most important thing is that everyone is better now, right? Thanks. Hey, Gil. Yeah. So, boom! Right there, he gets bludgeoned in the back of the head with a with a with a rolling pin. And, oh, that's good. That's supposed to be accepted. That's supposed to be nice. That's supposed to be, oh, yeah, the, the serial killer is good. The, the, the maniac is good for, for killing that dirty anti-science, anti-vaxxer, science denier. He disgrace, he, he blasphemes against uh, science and Lord Fauci and Lord Gates. You see, you, you see how it's, in, it's creeped up in everything from your music to your comedy shows to your Netflix shows? As the legendary comedian George Carlin once said, it's a big club, and you ain't in it. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. But you know who else is in the club is a guy named Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks is so lovable. Everybody loves Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks can do no wrong. He's such a nice guy. He's Forrest Gump. He's a great actor. And Tom Hanks is a great actor. That's why they pick these people that are great actors to lie to you to your face and propagandize you. But again, don't take my word for it. Take Tom Hanks's word for it. Here he is admitting that he's going to be used as a propaganda tool against you in the Simpsons movie that was made uh, over 10 years ago. Simpsons once again predicting the future. Are you tired of the same old Grand Canyon? Here we are, kids, the Grand Canyon. 
It's so old and boring. I want a new one. Now! Hello, I'm Tom Hanks. The U.S. government has lost its credibility, so it's borrowing some of mine. Tassel my hair, Mr. Hanks. Sure thing, son. <laughs> now, I'm pleased to tell you all about the new Grand Canyon. Coming this weekend, it's east of Shelbyville and south of Capital City. That's where Springfield is! It's nowhere near where anything is or ever was. This is Tom Hanks saying, if you're going to pick a government to trust, why not this one? That's just perfect right there. I mean, that just encapsulates it all in one 30-second little clip. The government has lost all their credibility, so they're borrowing some of mine. They borrow Tom Hanks' credibility. They borrow Howard Stern's credibility. They borrow Jimmy Kimmel's credibility. They borrow whatever credibility Ariana Grande and Megan The Stallion have. You see how it works? Once these puppet politicians have no more credibility, they buy off the credibility of... The celebutons, the stars, because they think that you're so stupid. The, these great reset agenda setters, they think you're so stupid that if they can get your favorite celebrities to tell you what to do, that you will do it. And it works. For the most part, they're right. You know, the one thing about these people, the one thing about these great reset orchestrators, these architects of the new world order, they, um... They know what they're doing, and to a certain extent, they got a point. Not saying that they're right. Nobody really has the right to control people. But they have a desire to control, and they use behavioral psychology and humans' sort of lackadaisical nature to manipulate, and it works. That's why Tom Hanks can do it. And that's why Tom Hanks is now the voice of, of the Joe Biden campaign. <laughs> Here he is in this new video that the Biden campaign put out. And it's Tom Hanks telling you how great the Joe Biden campaign is. When the government's lost all credibility, they borrow the credibility of the stars. For there is always light, if only we're brave enough to see it, if only we're brave enough to be it. Like, what does that even mean? That, that, like, it means nothing. If only we're brave enough to be enslaved by the New World Order. If only we're brave enough to take all of their shots that they tell us to take. If only we're brave enough to use vaccine passports. If only we're brave enough. Brave enough to live through two of the most difficult years many of us can remember. Brave enough to pull ourselves up again and again. America is the home of the brave. It's why we keep getting up, no matter how many times we get knocked down. No matter how many times the New World Order and the Great Reset and the Fourth Industrial Revolution, a controlled collapse of the world brings us down. Yeah, we're human beings. We survive. We try to live. We don't just try to die when everything goes bad. Tom Hanks. Like with our economy, it isn't all the way back, but it's getting stronger as we're creating more jobs at a record rate. I've worked in transportation for the last 17 years. I'm looking forward to getting uh, some sense of normalcy, to get back to where we were. And I'm very positive that we're on the right track. There, there, there is no getting, I'm sorry about this guy, like he just seems like a nice guy that's like a normal average everyday Joe, like myself, your host, Joe, but the economy is destroyed because of the controlled collapse. It's about the controlled collapse, people. That's what we have to really wrap our heads around. 
Biden isn't bringing back any economy that was destroyed. It's still destroyed. And by the way, like whenever you whenever you hear like that piano kind of like silly music in the background, like that very mainstream, unoffensive background type music that you hear in commercials or that you, you know, hear in, in ads like this, always know that there's that they're trying to like they're trying to get you. They're they're just trying to get you. Whenever they use that, j- j- a red flag should go up. Let's continue. We may be entering year three of a pandemic none of us wanted or expected. Year three of a pandemic none of us wanted, but I thought you told me as soon as I get my injection that it would be over. I thought we would quote unquote go back to normal. I thought you told me it was 15 days to stop the spread. But we're moving, growing, putting the science to work. Putting the science to work. What do you mean the science that people get myocarditis? What do you mean the science that uh, cancer rates have increased? What do you mean the science that we just have to keep on taking injections? That's the science now. And I thought the science is ever changing. So wh- where's the science? Which science should I be- It's It's a joke. It's a joke. We've learned so much. We're better prepared. Oh yeah, we learned a lot. I hope you learned a lot in this uh, podcast, people. Hope we learned something. Every day is another day behind us and another step forward towards opportunity, prosperity, possibility. Restaurants have opened their doors. Shops and businesses are buzzing again all over the country. Yeah, thank God that you finally let them. You finally weren't finding them. We're going back to work. Millions of people and families are finding their way back to making a living. More jobs were created in 2021 than in any year in the last 80 years. And every day all across the country as we wake up and go back to work, we're shaping our future. As of today, three times as many people work in clean energy than oil and gas. Clean energy rather than oil and gas. They're showing pictures of like windmills and stuff. Those windmills do not, they expel more fossil fuels and so-called dirty energy by just creating those windmills than they're ever going to get in return from the energy that the windmills provide. So all this talk about clean energy and nonsense, it's, it's it's a joke. Like they think you're stupid. They really do. And it's sad. Let's go on with this. It's almost over. And every day, more and more jobs are brought back from abroad. Our hands, our ingenuity, our labor are making us stronger than we were a year ago today. From our toughest times, America has always built a brighter future. In these tough times, we'll build our brightest future yet. Yes, we are brave. Brave enough to see the light and be the light we need to rebuild this country strong. We are courageous. We are resilient. We are America. Land of the brave. But I thought America was bad. I thought we had to be global citizens. I thought like uh, American patriotism is is, is racist. Tom Hanks. So it, it, when they want you to be patriotic, they, 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 they say it's a good thing. When they want you to hate the country, they say it's a good thing. It's all about what the flavor of the month is for these people and how it will progress their agenda. Who believes this crap? Seriously, who believes this crap? I notice on YouTube, this doesn't even have 200,000 views. And they got Mr. Tom Hanks to do the voice acting for him. It's, it's, it's a joke. Nobody really takes this seriously. But th- this is what they put out. This is how tone deaf they are. This is how out of touch they are. We've faced so much this year. We've done what America always has done. 
we've gotten up. We've gotten up. And I've long said it's never been a good bet to bet against America. And that's more true today than ever. I've never been more optimistic about America's future. There's nothing beyond our capacity if we do it together. Joe comes in at the last 20 seconds of this piece. <laughs> Joe comes in, he's so hated and nobody likes this guy so much. He comes in at the last 20 seconds of the piece telling him, oh, you're so American so good or something. When the government doesn't have any more credibility, it's gonna borrow some of the celebrity's credibility. And I just hope you connected some dots today. I hope you see these puppet celebrities for what they are, just tools of the new world or not all of them i'm not saying every single every single star out there every single famous person out there is a bad person I mean, there's nothing wrong with being famous for your talents and being a musical artist or being an actor or something but just know that some of these people are used as tools for an agenda knowingly or unknowingly because the people that create these agendas they know that the celebrities hold more weight and people will listen to what they say way more than some politician in an empty suit saying empty words but this is nothing new this is just more exposed now it's just more in your face now it's just more apparent now so that's what i want to get into on the next episode of connect those dots i want to get into where these organizations started the origins of things like the world economic forum the origins of non-governmental organizations like the World Health Organization and the CDC and things like the Green Movement, the climate change agenda, and just show you who created these things, where these seeds were initially planted, who planted the seeds, and what they've grown into today. Because when you understand that, it crystallizes where you are right now and obviously hopefully helps you connect those dots so that's going to be a big show but until then i hope you learned something i hope this podcast was informative for you i hope you got to realize a little more things about your favorite celebrities and <laughs> how they think of you what they really think of you what they can be manipulated into doing for higher, more dark powers. And uh, next week, we're going to talk about those higher dark powers. So, peace out. God bless. And I really hope you connected those dots. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason, people trust me. So here I am to say, I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, You'll get the vaccine.